Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck, to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 100 Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord is God, that it is he that made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. Ezekiel chapter 37, verses 15 through 28. The word of the Lord came to me. Mortal, take a stick and write on it, for Judah and the Israelites associated with it. Then take another stick and write on it, for Joseph, the stick of Ephraim, and all the house of Israel associated with it. And join these sticks together into one stick, so that they may become one in your hand. And when your people say to you, Will you not show us what you mean by these? Say to them, Thus says the Lord God, I am about to take the stick of Joseph, which is in the hand of Ephraim, and the tribes of Israel associated with it, and I will put the stick of Judah upon it, and make them one stick, in order that they may be one in my hand. When the sticks on which you write are in your hand before their eyes, then say to them, Thus says the Lord God, I will take the people of Israel from nations among which they have gone, and will gather them from every quarter and bring them to their own land. I will make them one nation in the land, on the mountains of Israel, and one king shall be king over them all. Never again shall they be two nations, and never again shall they be divided into two kingdoms. They shall never again defile themselves with their idols and their detestable things, or with any of their transgressions. I will save them from the apostasies into which they have fallen, and will cleanse them. Then they shall be my people, and I will be their God. My servant David shall be king over them, and they shall all have one shepherd. They shall follow my ordinances and be careful to observe my statutes. They shall live in the land that I gave to my servant Jacob, in which your ancestors lived. They and their children and their children's children shall live there forever. And my servant David shall be their prince forever. I'll make a covenant of peace with them. It shall be an everlasting covenant with them. And I will bless them and multiply them, and will set my sanctuary among them forevermore. My dwelling place shall be with them, and I will be with their God. I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Then the nation shall know that the Lord sanctifies Israel, when my sanctuary is among them forevermore. Revelation chapter 15, verses 1 through 4. Then I saw another portent in heaven, great and amazing, seven angels with seven plagues, which are the last, for them 
for the wrath of God is ended. And I saw what appeared to be a sea of glass mixed with fire. And those who had conquered the beast and its image and the number of its name standing beside the sea of glass with the with harps of God in their hands. And they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb. Great and amazing are your deeds, Lord God the Almighty. Just and true are your ways, King of the nations. Lord, who will not fear and glorify your name, for you alone are holy. All nations will come and worship before you, for your judgments have been revealed. fourth week of Eastertide opens with readings from Ezekiel and Revelation. We've been following Revelation for a while. It's always fun to reread them uh, now as an adult. After having read bits and pieces of the Left Behind series um, as a kid, <laughs> um, and just thinking of uh, just the the one-to-one ratio between the, the metaphor and then what's what was put down in those books and trying to imagine taking all this stuff literally. Um, but, but people do it. I mean, left behind, sold oodles and oodles of books. Um, but this morning, uh, if there's anything in common between the Ezekiel uh, reading and Revelation is that it's, it comes at the end, um, particularly the second kind of half of Ezekiel my servant David shall be king over them. Now, keep in mind, this is after David has been king. Um, Ezekiel is part of the, the group that's been uh, banished uh, from Israel, and um, he's reflecting back. He's saying, my, my servant David will be king over them. David's long dead, um, and yet he'll return. And it's, it's not like a uh, servant like David, um, but David will be king over them. Um, and it's just kind of odd to think of what might be um, the intended message uh, to the audience that's reading, like, will David, like, raise from the dead? Or will, like, or what? Because um, it doesn't say the house of David, which is what Jesus descended from, but actually David will rule over them. Um, and then Revelation, it, it also speaks of the end. And each time it's like this hopeful, um, it's, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a prophecy of hope that, look, things may be bad, but here we are close to the end. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. King uh, David will rule over us as king again. And in Revelation, um, standing by the sea of glass mix, mixed with fire, are the saints who have conquered the beast in its image and the number of its name. Um, and they're singing, which is not unlike the song of Moses that, um, that was sung in Exodus 15 when they've crossed the Sea of Reeds. They see the, clo- the sea close in on, on um, uh, Pharaoh's army. And then they sing about God as a warrior. Um, and here, it, it may be that uh, the author of Revelation thought to be John of Patmos, um, that uh, he is drawing from the Song of Moses from Exodus 15, maybe. It doesn't mention that God's a warrior. It says, Lord God the Almighty, just and true, who won't fear you and glorify you. 
Um, but that's the song of Moses from Exodus. I suspect there's probably a small handful of songs of Moses. Um, but that was the, the first one that I know of, at least, um, after they've crossed the Sea of Reeds in Exodus, or the Red Sea. Um, and so there's a song of triumph. It's a song of um, grateful relief at God's hand that has come to intervene. Um, even though in Revelation it talks of the saints who have done this, uh, those who have conquered the beast and its image and the number of its name. And sometimes we just need that kind of reminder of hope, of the light at the end of the tunnel, uh, the silver lining in the cloud. Uh, Revelation has these you know, metaphor after metaphor after metaphor of doom and destruction and trial and temptation. Um, and Ezekiel is writing um, from uh, the nations, from uh, Assyria and Babylon. And um, this is also the time when it got so bad that the, historically the people of Israel began compiling all these oral uh, traditions and stories and, and archival kind of um, stories that they had into, you know, an actual list of books and, and letters, etc. And so though things may be bad, um, there's always a silver lining. There's always light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and these passages serve to remind us of that, to, to hold fast to hope and to be faithful um, and to never allow the darkness to fully envelop us because it's, uh, there's, there's always a pinprick of light, that crack in the vessel that um, lets the healing in and the light shine in upon you. Prayer for the fourth week of Easter from the Book of Common Prayer. O God, whose Son Jesus is the Good Shepherd of your people, grant that when we hear his voice, we may know him who calls us each by name and follow where he leads, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Thank you for falling into Pew Pew HQ's First Formation, where we share morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support this podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, You can become a co-host yourself by recording a lectionary reading and sending it to me to be included in a weekday episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts can be found in earlier episodes, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in First Formation in this or any way. Finally, and maybe most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a voice message feature on Anchor's iOS or Android apps. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in morning prayers for Pew Pew people. I hope you will continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been and always will be Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia. <laughs>